Thanks for joining us today for TED Speaks with your host, Ted Carew, the Positive Safety Coach. As co-host and Ted's wife, I have the added task of keeping Ted in line and laughing at his jokes, which isn't always easy. My name is Barb Carew. We are coming to you from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, home of the Brewers, Miller Beer, and the Fonz. How could it get any better than that? Our podcast focuses on sharing ideas with business owners and safety professionals to keep employees safe and families together. Our passion for keeping people safe is the reason Total Health and Safety Solutions was created. This is how Ted is able to share his 25 years of safety experience by supporting companies around the globe in their efforts to strengthen their health and safety process. Please join us in welcoming Lindsay Polis. Lindsay is a certified safety professional and certified international health coach with over two decades of experience in the field of environmental health and safety and has worked with hundreds of clients. She specializes in combining a human-centered and solution-based approach to keeping people safe at work and creating custom solutions that fit her clients' needs. Working to strengthen the human aspect of safety has become her passion. While demystifying complexities of regulatory compliance, she is driven by the opportunity to provide structure and guidance so organizations can not only create a physically safe and healthful work environment, but also focus on total worker health and creating a psychologically safe atmosphere. Lindsay wants to redefine what it means to live a safe life and identify the root causes for risks people take, both in and outside of work. Ultimately, inspiring everyone to have a greater impact, improved productivity, and carry out their missions more effectively. As a speaker and mentor, she loves showcasing how important it is for us to lead from a place of authenticity in a field that can be super rigid. Hi, Lindsay. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on your podcast. Yeah, thanks for joining us. We're excited to chat. Yes, we are. A lot of exciting things. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, definitely. I just wanted to point out on your LinkedIn profile, you have a line that says, keeping people safe in and outside of the workplace. We love that. Yeah. Absolutely. It's not a given, right? Sometimes safety people think, let's keep those workers safe. But, you know, people who have true passion about about it, want to keep people safe all the time. So a lot of our questions are kind of geared towards that. But before we get into the questions, can you just tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and your background? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. My name is Lindsay Polis. I am a certified safety professional and I've been in the industry for over 20 years. And most of my career, I've been a consultant, but I have spent some time in-house as a safety manager as well. And being a consultant, sometimes you get assigned to different companies to be in-house. So I have experience as you know outside perspective as well as inside. And I, for most of my career, have focused on higher hazard safety stuff, electrical safety, lockout, tagout, fall protection. And in the last several years, I have found a passion to really dig into the human aspect of safety. So we are, you know, of course, concerned with with how people do their job physically, but I'm also wanting to dig in more of how people are showing up mentally for their jobs. So that's been really fun. Just a turn in my career. I still do all of the other great technical safety stuff, but it's been really fun. And safety has been part of my soul since I was a little girl. I was a rule follower and all of that. And I think it just turned into what I do now. Yeah. Well, and to not that the mental aspect of it hasn't always been important because it has, I think years ago, it wasn't something that was looked at 
probably at all. And nowadays, with the last, I don't know, handful of years, it's a big deal in every area of your life, you know, and I think people are recognizing that a little bit more, you know, if there's things to help you through whatever your struggle may or may not be in the workplace or at home, like take advantage of the people that can help you, you know? Yeah, exactly. In all of our lives, you know, Barbara and I were just talking about our summer, you know, we have, we have some kids, four of them, one or three, we like at a time though, but we have them and they're playing softball, baseball all over the country and stuff like that and going back and forth and how you get so, you know, how do you keep up with everything and how do you keep that? But our workers have that exact same stuff, you know, because we have so much information, I think, coming at us, even within the last 10 to 15 years, that it's really hard for our employees to stay focused on their task. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, I think there is a term work-life balance. And, you know, maybe before I was a parent, I have a son, he's 11. Before I became a parent, maybe I sort of believed in that, right? Like you could balance your work life with your home life. And, but that makes me think that you've got a pendulum that's even, but that's never the case. And so it's really now more of a work-life integration. And Barb, like you said, it's been, I think over the last several years that that's become highlighted just that much more, especially with people being home and then transitioning back into the workplace and really figuring out how to integrate their life into work and work into their life. Right. Yeah. It's not an easy task. You think, oh, it it sounds simple. This is what we need to do. But, you know, when you're at work, life is still in your head, you know, the personal stuff. And when you're at home, sometimes the work carries over there too. And it's very hard just to to cut that off. And for people like you who care about what you do, it's not just going to, you know, leave it at right. the office. So yeah, juggling all of that is a big deal. And I, I find it very fascinating, overwhelming sometimes. Well, well for to, sure. me, to me, it's always, you know, and this is something we talk about, Barb and I talk about constantly, even had a had some people come up to the other day, be where your feet are, because we talk about it so much, you know, and it, it sounds so easy, right? Just such an easy concept. But can you be where your feet are? Because sometimes we get home, right? And where, where's our mind still at work or at work and our mind still at home, you know, um, and, and really trying to focus on, okay, my feet are here. So now I have to be here mentally, right? I mean, that's kind of yeah. what, we're, what we're trying to get at. But what do you kind of mean by merging both health and safety of the workplace with health and safety of the human? You know, yeah, I think that's exactly what we've been talking about is that it's an integration, right? Because we show up to work who we are, right? And it's, we can't check it at the door. We can't pull over a costume and show in at work. Even if you're putting on PPE, maybe you work in a clean room, maybe you work somewhere where you have to put on a quote unquote costume, right? All your PPE. And you might feel like, oh, I need to show up as a different person. But like we mentioned, you don't forget about what happened to you on the way to work. If you were stuck in traffic or you had to drop a sick kiddo off at daycare and you didn't want to, or or whatever it might be, I really want companies to recognize you know, that this happens and that we can't just expect somebody to turn that off, especially when they're doing higher hazard safety work, like an electrician, and we expect them to work on high voltage electrical equipment when their mind is somewhere else. So while it's great to have a wellness program, right? It could, it's beyond wellness. It's beyond just a check the box wellness program. It's really looking into and accepting our people as humans in and outside of the workplace. Well, it's, it's kind of like, you know, with PPE is a checkbox, right? Boom, 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 boom. We got to make sure you have that on. But how do you check the mind? Right. right. <laughs> yeah. It, it, 
it's really challenging and everybody's going to be different. What works for somebody to ground themselves before walking into work may not be the same for somebody else. You know, somebody might be able to sit in their car and do a quick, you know, minute meditation or breath work and go in and feel feel ready to go, but it might take somebody else a little bit more than that. So when you're working with companies in different businesses and consulting, is it hard to convince them that they need this or have they sought you out because they realize it? Yeah. So I have a couple of, of companies who are in awareness of it and know that especially the mindset work and that integrating our lives into one lot, you know, life at work is, is a thing. And it's, it's sort of a challenge to get them to say, okay, well, what do we do next with it? Right. What do we do with this? We're in awareness, which in the safety world, a lot of people live in awareness, but then how do you take the next step forward? Right. So I'm still in the early phases of of getting this out into the into the companies that I work with, but it is lots of talk around it, lots of awareness. So now it's getting them moving forward into action. Yeah, and, and that that's the key one, right? I mean, having the awareness is great, you know, being aware, but now putting it on an action or even an action plan of some sort to make mm-hmm. sure that it's being done. Yeah, that's tricky sometimes. Yeah, I mean, it, again, it's in somebody else's brain. So how do you pull it out of them, right, and make it actionable? Right. So we assess everything in the safety world, right? We assess PPE, we assess fall hazards, we assess, you know, chemicals, assess, assess, assess. But when do we assess our personal mindset and our personal well-being? And so I've created a PHA. One of the things I love to do in the world of safety is process hazard analysis. So I thought, well, let's take that and make that into a personal hazard assessment or personal hazard analysis. And I start with a the circle of human safety. And you can look at this circle of human safety and put marks on it. And I do have a freebie on my website that people can download to check this out. But you put the put the dots on the circle and ideally we'd like to see a circle. But when does that ever happen? Nothing's all in balance, even if it's all like out of balance equally. And so once you've identified these different areas where you might be taking higher risks or might be impacting your ability to make safe decisions and stay in, in a, a positive mindset, then once we're in awareness, then we can place some value on that and actually go into action. So I try to give people a roadmap with this personal hazard assessment so that they can identify those areas because in safety, if it's not written down, it'll never happen or it didn't happen, right? So doing the same thing for our person, being able to write that down, seeing it written down, and then identifying what's the next best step for that to even make a small change. Yeah, that was one of my questions, actually. I wanted you to kind of expand on what a personal hazard assessment is because that's a different term, right? And it's very interesting. And so you said on your website, you have like a little a little trial one. Yeah. So they can, so you can download the human, the circle of human safety, and then there's a blank PHA table. So it gives you the headers that you can start jotting down, you know, what, where am I taking risks? What area in my life is this? What happens if nothing changes? If I don't change anything and I continue doing things exactly the same way I'm doing them, then what's the consequence? Well, I'm stressed out at work. I'm yelling at my family. I'm not that living, never happens. You know, I'm not showing up. I know, I know right? <laughs> I'm not showing up the best person that I could. So then what would be the next best step to make and shift even a little bit into a more positive safety culture, into taking less 
less unsafe risks, so to speak. What's the website that they can go to? If you can kind of share that with our listeners, your your website? Yeah. So my website is lindsaypolis.com. So L-I-N-D-S-A-Y-P-O-L-I-C.com. And I listened to this and I know we're talking about safety and that's what we're here for. But I think mm, I'd be interested in taking that regardless of safety. Do you know what I mean? For sure. So yeah. it just And I think it applies to everyone. Oh, right. Everything it's something too, right? That, not, yeah, not just safety. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, sure. We think about it from our, you know, how do we keep our workers safe at work? How do we help them identify where they are and where they might be taking risks? But that can be, you know, I talked to my, my son about it, even, you know, what's going on with you. And, you know, if you continue to do it this way, what's going to happen? So I even try to use those tools on him at 11. Well, you, you have that. That's a great example of, of, of trying to work. Cause you know, Kids sometimes will say one thing, but then kind of produce it a different way. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. but, but it, it gives I'm them. I'm pulling out this test tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this would be, this would be maybe like one of the first tools you would use going in and helping a company or a business with something like this. And yeah. it's actually some, cause like Ted commented, you can't really see what's going on in here, but to give them a visual. This is the For visual sure. in essence to start with. Yeah. So I would do this in a workshop type setting, maybe like a lunch and learn or something where I would go over the different, I have four pillars of the human aspect of safety. We're sort of, we, you know, sort of buckets where we want to look at and assess our lives. And then from there, we look at the human safety circle and then start actually jotting it down. So by the end of this workshop, you could have a, a roadmap of some of the tools. And then I also give some strategies, simple strategies that people can start using like right away to even start shifting some of the way that they're evaluating their life or acting in their life. Yeah. You were talking about the four pillars. Could you kind of explain a little bit more about what those four pillars are? Yeah. So when I was sort of creating this, I wanted to have an easy way to basically bucket these different ideas that I had. And so the four pillars are community, which would be the people that you work with in and outside of the workplace, your family, it would be communication. You know, how do you communicate in work? How do you communicate outside of work? Education and skills. So are you degreed? What skills are you? What skills do you have? Are you working in your passion? Are you using your talents? Well-being, which is huge. Obviously, that you know encompasses so much. That could be your finances, that could be your fitness, that could be your cooking, home cooking, that could be just your overall, you know, mindset at work. And then the last one would be environment. And that's not only at work, your workspace, whether you're on a factory floor or you're in an office, but it also is your home life, the city that you live in, where you spend your outside time. So different buckets where people can really focus and say, oh, I really need to work on my you know, community or my environment, which is a really big one for people. They don't like where they work or they don't like their office. And so we can look at that and say, all right, well, what changes can you make in this office? Maybe it's turning your desk, adding a plant, you know, bringing in a light, whatever it might be to make that environment feel a little bit more welcoming and better energy around it. And that isn't just a little thing. You know what I mean? There's so many people, I mean, obviously too, there's so many people that have jobs or professions that they don't really love. And and that's, that's hard, but but there's many, many people like that. But just the little things, you know, you think, ah, it's just my office at work or whatever. But that's where you spend so much time. And if you can, if you can do these little things as one step to make it better, because listening to the four pillars, that's a lot of good information, but it's a lot of information. So I love that you've put it into buckets. Yes. Because then you can focus more. Sometimes what I do is like, I'm listening to all this and I'm thinking, 
oh my gosh, I, I have work that I need to do in every area. <laughs> and then Ted will attest, then I shut down. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's too, too overwhelming. Much. So I'm just not going to do anything. Yeah. So that's where the I human do that when it's recorded, Barbara. Play. I wouldn't say that when it's recorded. <laughs> not business related, of course. But you know what I mean? That yeah, for sure. When it's you overwhelming. bring in the personal and then- stuff and not turning your mind off and everything, it's, I love the bucket idea because it's, it's more doable. Yeah, and and I always love things when they're when the kiss method, right? Keep it simple, mm-hmm. however you want to put that last ass, right? Silly, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm doing that, and and I think that's what you have have to offer here. I've I've always, to me, it's always about human factors. You know, the human factors, and this really falls right into that because that's one of my passions is yeah. is being able to understand really why were we thinking that? You know, and a lot of times what we want to do is what we want to point blame at either the employee the PPE, Mm -hmm. or that's when a lot of times it has a lot more to do with all of that and realizing that no matter what, humans fail. We do, you know, and and, and being able to understand that. And I think that this gives a clear outline of that. But I wanted to share one example that uh, talking about environment. I was talking to a a corporate safety director of a large construction company just recently, and he was telling me how they moved into a new, new building. And he said, Ted, you know, I can't believe what a big difference that has made in my career and just being able to look forward to going to work every day is because I'm in an exciting place, has a lot more light than it ever did. It used to be a dungeon kind of thing, and now all, all updated stuff like that. And I thought that that was a very interesting statement from him. Is that kind of what you were talking about a little bit about? A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, even in my own home office, I had my desk facing one direction, my back to the door. And I found my son would come in and it would just throw me off. Right. So I turned my desk and I added some plants and, you know, I'm in this where I have a window and I can look out and even looking where, you know, the direction that I'm looking makes such a big difference. One of my podcast episodes that I talk about is coming up. I haven't released it yet, but on feng shui. And so I try to roll in feng shui into this because that again, applies to all different aspects of your life and can make, again, little, little shifts and little changes to make huge differences. Yeah. Talking about your podcast, one other thing that I liked, you know, on your LinkedIn profile, I love to look at those and such, is you refer to yourself as a multi-passionate entrepreneur. So is that one reason that you started your podcast, The Safety Gambit? Yeah, exactly. So I, safety has been my, my jam for, you know, since I graduated I like college. That jam. I do. And like that <laughs> safety's my jam. And outside of that, I became a certified health coach after I had my son. And I think initially thought, oh, I'm going to be this, this, you know, health coach and do that and get away from safety. But after years of just recognizing that safety is like I said, in my soul, I'm staying there. And then, yeah, branching out into doing the podcast. I'm also a certified child passenger safety technician. So I install and inspect car seats. So I just, I love all of these different things, but I think with the safety gambit and the human aspect of safety, I can roll that all like into one place. I love that, that you, you brought in another passion instead of having to get rid of one to make room. Right. For sure. Mm-hmm. You definitely fit our, um, Barbara and I are, are at Total Health and Safety Solutions. Our mission is pretty simple, but is, is exactly what you're talking about. You know, keep workers safe, families together, and keep companies profitable, you know, and, and those, those all add up into big things. So, I mean, I think what you're offering is exactly that. So both Barbara and I are, are definitely passionate about what you're talking about. And just bringing up your podcast again, I did listen to a couple and there was one about kindness. Yeah. I can't remember the title. And it sounds so Let's simple. Let's call it kindness. Part. Come on. I think are you practicing kindness? Yep, that was it. Yeah. And we we talk a lot as parents, you know, 
and just business owners, people. Just and, about, and in our faith. Yeah, our in faith. our faith. About just being kind. You know, like at the end of the day, like, yes, we want our kids to be successful, meet someone, blah, blah, blah. But we just want them to be like kind hearted people. They're going to make mistakes. They're not going to do everything right. But it seems so simple, but it's a good reminder. And listening to your podcast, it just brought up a lot of yes. good a, a good points that fit in not only to professional, but personal areas. So yeah, Celeste's book, which is what we talked about on the podcast about being kind and her mission was just, she took something that she needed in her life about, you know, just adding more kindness and the tips and tools she gives are so simple, but just think about how easy it is to be kind. How many times do you think, oh, I could do something for someone or say something or, you know, have an act of kindness, but you don't do it, you know? And then think if you would have done that, how that would have helped your energy as well as that other person. So I think, yeah, of course I say that, you know, with my son as well, I just want him to be a kind person. Because <laughs> that goes a long way. It when you give, I, I truly believe you get four to five times back uh, of what of what you're giving. Mm-hmm. And, and to me, it's just something that is, you know, in, in the safety profession, you know, Barbara and I, our goal is to make sure families stay together. Does that mean we can help other consultants? Absolutely. Whatever we do, we have a unique business in which we actually work with different consultant companies because we, we feel that's how, how we get more powerful together, you know, and, and working together because our ultimate goal is not about us. It's really just about being able to keep families together. Yeah. Well, and that goes to community, right? Yep. You want to make sure that you're surrounding yourself with with people that you, you lift you up and that you thrive around. And if you're working in an environment that the people there are dragging you down, then you either need to shift your mindset and just know that you're making a choice to stay there. If, if you can't leave, then you've got some mindset work to do, or you make a choice to find somewhere else to spend that time and to share your gifts and try not to be in a community that isn't supporting you as a, like a total worker or a whole human. Right. So, Barb, do I bring you down at times? I was going to say, I, I in our situation, go we're stuck, so we better <laughs> stay kind. That's right. <laughs> because we got nowhere to go here. Every once in a while, we got to rewind. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, well, we really appreciate you being on our podcast and joining us. Lots of good information here for our listeners. And as Ted likes to say, one of his favorite parts of the podcast is our jokes. Oh, yes. I've heard some of these. So yeah. I was oh, excited right. to hear one. Get, yes. They're getting a bit of yes, I don't yes. know if it's my favorite, but, you know, it is what it is here. <laughs> All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the first one. Are you going to go with the first yes. one? Yes. Okay. The question okay. is, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Yes. Oh, I like that. See enthusiasm yes. right away. Why are piggy banks so wise? Because we're just kind of talking a little bit about that, you know, what, what gives us wisdom. But why are pennies, I'm sorry, why are piggies banks so wise. I'm not to redo all that. I feel like you've given Piggy. me the answer in that, but I don't know. Piggy's I don't know why. They are filled with common sense. Oh, <laughs> we get a lot of those reactions. <laughs> oh, do I? I should have known that. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. you're, I bet you I if you would have had your son on, he would have gotten that. Right? Oh, he is really good at those. Those are like Laffy Taffy jokes. He is really good oh, at yeah. those. Kids are. Mm-hmm. I'm. I'm horrible at jokes, obviously. <laughs> so anyway, he might like this one. It's cute. What do you call a lazy baby kangaroo? Oh, I don't know. A pouch potato. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> yeah, you can share that that's with him. That's cute. That's more of an Australia okay. joke. <laughs> that's right. Okay, can I tell you a oh, Wisconsin joke? Yes. Oh, yes. For sure. Uh, just so the listeners also know, Lindsay is actually from Wisconsin. Yeah. Uh, not yes. very far from where we're at, so it's, it's neat to, neat to talk world. to her. So yeah. go ahead. I'm sorry. 
Yes. So I'm sharing this joke actually from one of my first managers when I worked in the movie theater in Wausau and he wrote it for Reader's Digest. So I don't know if it ever made it in there, but (laughs) why do cows live in Wisconsin? See, I have nothing. Something to do with a moo. Oh, because milk tastes better cold. Uh, oh, versus California, oh. which is also a competitor of us on the dairy, right? Hey, thank right. you very we have, much. We have hot, swampy, hot, swampy milk out here. Uh, you don't want any of that. That's a joke that actually fits right into our jokes. So. <laughs> yes, it does. It's perfect. So, thank you so you much go. for joining us. If someone wanted to get a hold of you, how could they do that? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me. And I have had so much fun on this podcast with you guys. Oh, us too. Uh, I am on LinkedIn, so uh, you can find me there. And I also mentioned my website, so you can find me there. I do have a free downloadable, so check that out. And then I don't spam you with emails. I have not started that journey yet. So no worries. If you sign up, you're not going to get a bunch of emails. And then people can just email me as well. My email is lindsay at lindsaypolis.com. And yeah, I'm also on my podcast. I do have my podcast, The Safety Gambit, which is available on all areas that you can find podcasts. And then I am on Instagram, lindsay-polis or The Safety Gambit. And you can follow more on the podcast there. Perfect. And I would recommend listening to some episodes. Yes, They are great. And to leave our listeners with some information, we at Total Health and Safety Solutions now offer some online training as well as the in-person. But if you go to our website, healthandsafetynow.com, it's under TED Ed. Take a peek and see what's out there for you. So again, Lindsay, thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your day. And we appreciate you you joining us. Thank you. You as well. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to TED Speaks with Ted Carew, owner of Total Health and Safety Solutions, providing health and safety support to businesses by customizing a safety process to fit their needs, big or small. Please connect at ted.carew at healthandsafetynow.com or visit our website, healthandsafetynow.com to share your safety stories or find out more about how we can work together to ensure your people go home safely and turn an expense into a profit center. Follow us and leave a review on your favorite podcast app. Have a super safe week.